0: Hi, Biff. Hey, Biff. Dear to Kiki. Red Cheers Fire to you. Desperate housewives. Wow. Pinocchio
1: doesn't want to marry. Love you like I, I love More, you. Fun <laughs> <Just laughs> time. <to laughs>
0: so don't
1: talk don't to yourself. You.
0: Cheers, Biff. Cheers. Ill advised. Ill advised. This is ill advised.
1: Hello. 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 Hello, governors. Hi, Biffs. You just started. The whole fucking thing. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Welcome to Elit Voice. The
0: podcast where two best friends tell you what to do even though someone else already has and maybe the same people that told us to get help.
1: Yeah, definitely not our parents. <laughs> or our therapists. The therapists definitely tell us to get help. Yeah, they
0: totally tell us to get help. They tell us to get help because they can't help us. <laughs> <laughs> that's accurate
1: lucy would be so upset to hear oh you say that God.
0: they can help us they just need patience
1: yeah if i went to goddamn therapy
0: yeah if you went to goddamn therapy when's the last time you went to the rapey am Uh-oh. i allowed to say that can I, can I get rid of that
1: you can fucking say want. it's spelled you want. that way yeah
0: but you know what I don't mean English
1: is your second language. True story. So you literally <laughs> it's can my say third. It. <laughs> so, so you literally oh, not I should have tried
0: pulling that off. Not the rabies. Therapy. When's well, the last time you went to therapy?
1: <laughs> I actually don't know. I switched to three weeks and then missed my third week one. And so I haven't. Chop chop. I, yeah. But I'm not gonna chop chop. Chop chop.
0: I have therapy this week, I think, Wednesday. Why Wed- didn't I stay? I believe. I don't know. We'll find out tomorrow when I get a calendar alert and I'm still in my office.
1: Yeah. We'll find out.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, yeah.
1: So I'm anxious for you to pronounce the wine we're drinking. Oh,
0: right. We're having wine. Um, I don't know why we just had a little moment of silence, but uh, whoever you were just honoring, we yep. salute.
1: Um, yeah with this
0: with this Clou du Galmont Vouvray <laughs> AOP 2019 it's $17 it's yummy I had it last night and I said ooh Biff would like this so I took a picture of it and said we're gonna have it today
1: yeah it comes equipped with floaties and everything
0: yeah I think those floaties were the broken cork that we were fighting with
1: well then I got a black piece of the cork
0: yeah well
1: Cheers. Cheers.
0: <laughs> to your black cork.
1: Mm. Right? I do like that.
0: Yeah, I thought you would. It's like $17.99 a bottle. Can you see the tag?
1: Yep, $17.99.
0: Excellent. Yeah, it was really good. It's a French wine. If you didn't I, guess.
1: Apparently, we like oh, French wines.
0: A Chanine Chen- Blanc. Is that the actual?
1: A Chanty Blanc?
0: Yeah, Chanty Blanc. One hundred percent Chardonnay Blanc.
1: I'm one hundred percent Chardonnay Blanc
0: too. Yeah. Yeah. So Blanc. <laughs> um, yes. So, um, if you don't know.
1: Now you know.
0: Now you know. May is a Blancos. Yes, the Blancos, the whites.
1: No. Well, I can't say the other one.
0: Whites. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> Um, uh, <laughs> May is mental health awareness month, and we're very aware of our current mental mm-hmm. states. Um, we are never doing a podcast after eating ever again. This is the first and last time,
1: yeah. But we also already knew this and still decided to we do still it did anyway. it
0: because we're idiots, and now we just confirmed our suspicions. We won't need that much. There weren't we'll be suspicions,
1: fine. yeah. We don't need nachos and eight other things, so right. <laughs> Get nachos and eat
0: other things. And eat other things, yeah. Mm. Guys, what's your bar food?
1: Yes. Tell ours us. is nachos. Every time.
0: If I have nachos without her, it's a sin.
1: Literally, so I don't. he cheated.
0: She has nachos without me,
1: though. Probably with my dad. Yeah, probably. Oh.
0: But, um, yeah. Mental health. Mental health. Right. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I, I didn't say that already. And we're kicking off our second episode In May, with another discussion on mental health, our biggest, um, not takeaway, but maybe what you should take away is that we are very open about um, our mental health struggles. We go through XYZ on the daily, Mm -hmm. um, and we're just trying to end the stigma on this because it's a whole bunch of bullshit that you have to hide. That you are suffering with a condition that millions of other Americans suffer million with.
1: Millions.
0: It's like the majority of the country struggles with mental health issues. Yep. I don't even know what the number is on that.
1: I actually meant to look that
0: up. Do we want to, like, guess?
1: No, because I feel like at one point I knew. So if I guessed it... Do it anyway. Probably. No, because now I don't know. Now you're making me feel pressured. <laughs>
0: just fucking do it
1: because if i guess i'm and i'm way off then i'm gonna just feel like i'm super special
0: okay i just googled so i don't know if the answer is right in front of me i'm just blocking it (laughs) i might not have it i'm going to guess so like roughly like 84 percent
1: that sounds good because i want
0: to say 85 but 84 just sounds like would be a real number Eighty three point nine. yeah okay i like that 83.9 Um, seriously. (laughs) Oh, that's related to the pandemic. Um, oh. That's so low. Is it
1: like 63%? No. Less.
0: Worldwide, not the United States, but worldwide, the percentage of people in the world with any mental health disorder is 10.7%.
1: Do in the United States just to make me
0: feel. I did. I'm cold then. Um, In 2020,
1: there's more people than that on medications.
0: It was 5.6% of US adults, 21% total in 2020. That just doesn't feel right. I feel like everyone we know is struggling with mental health issues.
1: Also, I feel like.
0: Or um, are we diagnosing them? More
1: than that just on the antidepressants. Oh, yeah. So, if you're on antidepressants, it's safe to say you have some sort of mental health stuff going on.
0: Yeah. I don't like that number. It just feels so low to me.
1: It doesn't feel accurate.
0: Guys, fix your numbers. The realtor and me think that it's time you guys reported real numbers
1: but yeah maybe this is a part of the stigma
0: was that your mouth
1: that was my throat
0: <laughs> Sounded <laughs> like a fucking reptile
1: <laughs> um, coming out of my stomach mm. yeah it's a natural reptile
0: let's see how was your week Buff?
1: um it's a
0: good kickoff for mental health issues
1: yeah i mean it wasn't terrible i definitely had a couple of those uh, i'm gonna go crazy days um but i also had some relieving stuff going on so i'm like in the process of about to be starting my next chapter in life so that feels good and also a little bit like Am I mentally prepared for this yet? Mm. Like, yes, this is what I want and need. Although I didn't expect it to happen tomorrow, so.
0: Right. You're like, you took step number one and step number two snuck up on you.
1: Literally, it was like, okay, well, perfect. We'll start now. (laughs) It's like,
0: oh, shit. And cueing all the world anxieties. There you go.
1: Yeah, so. Mm. Yep. How about you?
0: I'm a hot mess, girl, you know. No, I'm actually, I had a pretty decent week. No real complaints other than, you know, work.
1: Was super say, okay.
0: busy. But everything's been pretty good.
1: Any, um, I don't want to say issues, any situations that are relevant to... Our um, mental health awareness stuff. Hmm. Hmm.
0: hmm. We talked about something earlier, right? Where we have our best conversations when we don't have a microphone in front of us. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't remember what it was.
1: Okay, so uh, well, I have something to start us off okay, with, it but is. also. Thirteen point two percent of Americans eighteen and over are on antidepressants.
0: That's so low.
1: So I don't know how ten percent of Americans suffer. No,
0: we have twenty something percent. Twenty one percent suffer of any mental illness. Ah. Uh, yeah, twenty one in so America. Right. In the oh, US. So twenty
1: one yeah. and thirteen percent of that twenty one is on medications. Medicated. Wow,
0: which isn't a big number because it's thirteen percent of the twenty percent. Right. So it's thirteen percent of the sample group, I suppose.
1: Don't fucking talk to me about statistics. I'm so okay. sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry.
1: Um. So yeah. So anyways, kicking off. Yes. Um. There was something. Sorry. Um. Last week. That. I mean, I. You said that we had touched on. Um. But I kind of wanted to get more into it in depth um you had mentioned that you struggled with depression and anxiety
0: wait did i mention that we're talking about our own personal experiences i did right
1: yes i think guys last tell week me you said that
0: yeah but i just now i think i did I don't
1: know. I was Googling. (laughs) (laughs) And good night, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) You've been
0: not advised. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
1: Um, Yeah. So you've been diagnosed with and are currently medicated for depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. I am also diagnosed I'm also depressed with anxiety. That was what I was going to say. Yes. I'd like um, to be
0: depressed with anxiety rather no, than be depressed e- and
1: anxiety. <laughs> um, but I just, so I, I mean, when we talked, I mentioned this, that I've known you for 20 something years and, you know, knowing we know each other quite freaking well. We do. So. Hmm. I would, you know, if somebody asked, I would say, like, yeah, like, he has anxiety, blah, 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 blah. But depression, however, that is a interesting one. Considering the, what's the word? When you think of depression, you think of, you know, being in bed for days and, you know, not showering and not leaving the house and, Mm. you know, just... Being actually like visibly depressed, I guess, like mopey and no fun and whatever, which I that's definitely just have. Typical day. <laughs> <laughs> I've had depressive episodes that that's kind of what it looked like, you know, like forcing myself just to get out of bed and take a shower. But for you, I don't believe that it's ever looked like that for you.
0: When I was younger, it did. When I was younger as a teenager in high school, that was me. Don't want to get up. Don't have energy for anything. Like, lethargy city. Yeah. You know? But as I got older, it looked different. I was very, I guess, high-functioning. Is that the right term?
1: I feel like yes, but I also feel like no, because, like, people could be stereotypical depressed but still be high functioning I feel like you know what Um, I mean does that make sense
0: yes I actually think I know exactly what you're saying for me it was just I
1: you're the fucking opposite my
0: emotions yeah I run about my daily
1: you don't stop I still don't First, right
0: well actually I've been doing a pretty good job lately I'm just gonna say that and that's it Uh, but (laughs) Not fair. <laughs> to who? All of us. You know all the details. It's just... I've been kicking back and enjoying my life, that's all. Good. Um. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's different for me because I have always had that sense of responsibility, too. You know? I know that for me to get from A to B or for me to get what I want, I have to work at it, so... I just continue. I guess my motivator is that, like, I've been through this before when I get through it again.
1: Yeah, but I could argue the same for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? I guess my, what I'm trying to, I guess my point of this is, like, if there's people out there that maybe aren't sure that they have, you know, anxiety or depression. Because maybe theirs looks more like how yours looks but they, they recognize that something might be off still. But they wouldn't think of it as depression because they're the opposite of... Right,
0: it's not the TV right. stereotype, depressed, bipolar person.
1: <laughs> right, so I guess I just want to just kind of talk about like how these can look. They can be the same, you know, anxiety oh, and depression, yeah. but just look like, oh, wow, I would have never guessed that depression was part of your struggles
0: yeah i mean anxiety is all over my face all the time i don't think i can ever hide that no matter how much i try or who i pay to teach me right um
1: that's why i guess i just yeah it just comes in
0: so many different forms
1: yeah but for someone like me who it kind of looks more stereotypical where like i'm actually like forcing like if i didn't have a two-year-old i wouldn't be getting out of bread to make
0: out of bread. I'd like bread. <laughs> no bread, no food. I wouldn't
1: be getting out of bed to make breakfast. You know what I mean? Right. When I'm having my, like, depressive moments or whatever. So for me, it's like I can't picture being or feeling depressed and it looking like I'm jumping out of bed and, like, Tackling not stopping. Yeah.
0: I guess my depression is, like, the way that I handle it is by avoiding my feelings. If that makes sense. I the busier yeah, I am, the less like I have to feel. Anxious. Yes. Yes. So that's why I And there's the other side of it. The other side of that coin is that anxiety. You know?
1: Right, because anxiety can cause depression. And vice versa. Right.
0: You know? So my anxieties are rooted in so much more than just my depression, though. And that's been there since I was a kid. You just have to have the right Guides, I suppose, to kind of tell you, like, oh, you're depressed, you're anxious, or, you know, like, let's take you somewhere where you're actually going to get diagnosed for whatever you're going through. Yeah. You know, our parents are just beginning to be open to these things now.
1: Yeah, no, literally.
0: So just imagine if we were like, I'm depressed, May I go see a therapist? Right. What you need is a good swift kick in the ass, yeah. and you're, like, fucking going to be okay.
1: Yeah. So. Absolutely. hmm But I think I just wanted to... Just, it's a perfect example you know, we both have anxiety and depression, but, you know, looking at you or knowing you, you'd never guess that you have or had or struggle with depression.
0: Yeah, I'm not conscious about hiding it. And, and the surprise, I'm surprised that it's even something that I can suppress because I, I'm an open book. And I think the only reason is because I can't hide it, you know, so... But apparently I do a really good job at it with depression.
1: Yeah, because I would have, had I not known you as well as I do, I you know. Never would have been able I, to pick me up in the lineup. Yeah, not that. I definitely would have been like those more fucking anxious than, <laughs> than yeah. a cat near a dog. Um, yeah. But in general.
0: I guess, I mean, I didn't, I remember the first time I was depressed um, as a teenager leaving, living Bo- leaving Boston, going to like, a suburb, almost rural area, you know, that's when my depression was like first manifested and it was a big deal, but I was the stay in bed, don't wake up to the alarms, eat whatever you could make, do to make yourself feel so full so you could fall back asleep. Oh uh, yeah. 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 Like right now, when I just ate everything and I just want to fall asleep, that wasn't depression. That was joy. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna
1: say, are you feeling depressed? No,
0: not today. No, no, no. no. Um,
1: it's just super interesting that at that, like, you still to this day can, you know, struggle with depression, but it just does not look anything how it used to look for you, or how it would look for what people think depression looks like.
0: It did, it did look like that for me for a long time. And I don't, it, this isn't supposed to be dramatic, but when my kid was born, I was like, I don't need these. So I stopped taking the SSRIs. Mm. I didn't wean myself off, which yeah. as we know is dangerous. Please don't do that.
1: Right.
0: But I just threw them out right there at the hospital. <clears throat> and I've still had my struggles, you know? And I, I think my case is my anxiety causes my depression or contributes to it
1: that would make sense for you you're a pretty anxious person in general about everything in every
0: aspect of my life um i put the period in the wrong part of the sentence and i'm like hold on hold on hold on can i recall this email (laughs) right (laughs) you know the entire email not just the sentence right the entire email so yeah i wish i could explain why it's like that because i can't i just i know at the end of the day that my getting out of it isn't going to be helped by laying in bed you know I, I still have the world going on around me i have people that rely on me i have to be up there it's right. it would be one thing if like my son and my entire family were just right where i was all the time you know then maybe i'd be in my room watching food network like when i was a teenager
1: right
0: salivating but not eating until everyone went to bed and then eating everything uh-huh. yeah And then, um, yeah, I wonder if that would be the difference.
1: I just, yeah, I mean, I just find it fascinating that it like, that it just, I guess, you know, for me, obviously, I don't experience what you experience. So for me, it's like, oh, I had no clue that depression could look anything other than this.
0: Oh my God, depression can look like every, like an everyday human being.
1: Oh, well, clearly, you
0: know, like, it, it. We project to the world what we want to, what we want them to see. Mm-hmm. And some people are very comfortable with their mental health state and make a spectacle of it—not a spectacle, but you know what I mean. Like they're, um, they're okay with sharing it, mm. and you still can't see it. You know, they're yeah. just like, yeah, that's true. You like, are kind you of really see depressed? It as
1: them as like, bummy or yeah. like.
0: Make someone ran over a squirrel, and I saw it, that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because I know for me, when I was going through, like, my really bad bouts of depression, Mm -hmm. literally sometimes the only thing I would do that day was shower and, like, do my makeup so that I didn't look depressed. And, like, that was all I did was get out of bed, shower and do my makeup, and then just do nothing. But I like would pretend because if you look good, you feel good.
0: Right. It's it's supposed to be.
1: Right. But when you're in the midst of a fucking depressive episode, you don't feel good just because you look good. But it was important for me for like the world to know that like my biggest win today was getting out of bed and showering and putting mascara on. Like if you looked at me, you would never fucking know that.
0: That's actually a good way to look at it.
1: And it was, yeah, like that was my goal for that day.
0: I don't know what my biggest one would be on a typical day. Making it back home? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I have no idea. I don't remember. I mean, now it's just so, it's much more quiet. My anxiety is more prevalent than my depression. My depression seeps in around this, you know, that seasonal disorder. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fucking seasons. It's the fucking
0: worst. Goddamn. Mother Wreaking mother havoc daughter. on my mental health and my skin.
1: Amen. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Ugh. Fuck, bro. Just go away, Mona. Goddamn. We ain't mother. about this fucking life. We ain't. Um. Yeah, I. I cope by keeping busy. That's just my default.
1: Mm.
0: You know, it's not that I'm necessarily avoiding it. Because I guarantee you, I'm thinking about whatever issues I'm going through. Right, right. Um, and rationalizing them. But the other thing is, is I didn't have the outlets I had as a teenager that I do now.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And that was one of the big ones, is, like, going to the gym. I do my best thinking at the gym.
1: Well, if I
0: looked like you, I would, too. Uh, no. Okay. Oh, crrr. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um. Yeah, no, I just thought it was off, like fascinating but also i think it's important to you know maybe someone's out there struggling and feeling how you feel and not being sure you know like i talked about in one episode that like i didn't even know anxiety was a thing until i was like 20. you know what i mean i didn't fucking know it was a thing
0: oh i knew it's like hereditary in our family (laughs) yeah everyone's anxious in one way or another
1: speaking of anxious Mm -hmm. how do you feel like that's translated for you in like relationships or like romantic relationships.
0: Oh my god. Especially
1: now. Like not as a teen. We were a fucking disaster. Yeah, fuck teens. that.
0: There that was no but like I couldn't even tell you any genuine answers as a teen because we went yeah, over genuine, this last week. Genuine. Genuine like, answers. Like genuine. Genuine. Fuck this. <sighs> genuine. Like there's there's no authenticity to my uh, to attributing my depression
1: your mental health with your fucking teenage years.
0: Yeah, well, I mean,
1: because first same. of all, teenage years, <laughs> right? Because same, Cause
0: same. But also, like the repressed part of my identity. Like, there's just nothing mm. I can tell you from that. That was that that was genuine and authentic. Um, but as a an adult, my anxiety has chased my relationships away. They've, um made other people feel insecure or feel inadequate. Um, It's crippling to everybody. It's a 360 effect. There's a radius, you know, and the people around you pick up on that energy and they pick up on their disposition and that right there, especially romantically. Nobody wants to be with an anxious person where that anxiety comes out as trust issues, or that anxiety comes. So let's out talk about as, that. Oh lord, let's talk about let's,
1: anxiousness and trust issues. Okay,
0: good. Oh, but only if you're gonna join me.
1: Why do you think I picked that <laughs> specific one? I'm very privy to anxiety and trust issues. Mm. No, but you mentioned how, like, your anxiety can make someone else feel inadequate or insecure. or mm-hmm. And that's really interesting because you wouldn't think about that. Right. You'd think about how it would make you feel insecure or you feel inadequate. Right. But not someone else. So how do you think that all translates? Like, how do you think you feeling anxious is making your partner feel insecure?
0: This is literally like a game of ping pong, but it's only to the person with anxiety. Or you're realizing how anxious you are, and you're bouncing it off this person, and now you're picking up on their, picking up on your anxiety, and you bounce it off that person, and then it comes back to you. You're literally constantly feeling... But an
1: example, though. you bouncing your anxiety off of them in what form? What are you feeling anxious about, and how are they taking that as them in turn feeling insecure?
0: Hmm. Um, there's always a question, whether you're anxious or not, of fidelity in one way or another. Right? It's, it always makes its way in. You know, you don't get a text right away. It's like, all right, where are you? You don't get...
1: Who you text and... Oh, who
0: are you texting? you don't, you know, something falls out of your routine and it's like, we need to do this like this is who we are because
1: um, being somebody with anxiety you're hypersensitive to changes in your routine wow you've texted me good morning every single morning and today you're not and it's already 10 a.m right what the fuck are you doing right why didn't you text me
0: and i've done so good to pull myself away from that to be like there's nothing wrong
1: I've done less. Just
0: say good morning. Well,
1: that's hot. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. Because I'll still send the text. Yes, you will. What the fuck are you doing? Why haven't you texted me?
0: No, you get one that says yo, and you're like, is this how you speak to your mother? <laughs> Excuse me?
1: <laughs> I am a goddamn motherfucking lady. Yo. <laughs> um,
0: what was the question? So
1: how does that make them, then... Feel insecure. It's not so or, much them
0: feeling insecure so much as they're picking up on it. And it's it's an emotional, it's, they're holding your emotional baggage for you. You know, they're schlepping it on a stick, putting it over their shoulder and carrying it for you. Because what you're doing is you're not checking up on them. You're not.
1: You're protecting your.
0: Your insecurities security. become their baggage. Because now they're trying to hold you up while you're trying to hold them close. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. And that translation alone is just there's a lot of inequity, inequality. I don't know what's the right word. Imbalance. Yeah, imbalance. In that, and that's the nature of anxiety and depression. But um the the impact that your anxiety has on someone else is there's just not one answer. Yeah. You know, it is. They could your your past experiences in a relationship do not dictate your present experiences, do not dictate your future experiences, do not dictate whether or not somebody you're with may or may not right. cheat on you right. or go out to eat with you without you. Or right. you know what I mean? People get anxious about these little things that to them are their very valid things. Right. You know, and so what do you do as the opposing partner on the other side?
1: Wouldn't fucking know because I'm always the anxious one.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I know for me, I mean, this still isn't, I'm still not on the other side, but I know for me that like just a little simple, quick reassurance does fucking
0: but one, one, what 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 happens if it doesn't? Why doesn't it? That's the first question, actually.
1: Because it didn't feel reassuring.
0: But what if they tried again and they were more genuine and they were more forthright?
1: Then I am my mother and need to get back on medication.
0: Insane. <laughs> <And laughs> Thank you for listening. We blame our moms. Uh, yeah,
1: it's. Yeah, no, I guess I definitely, looking back, I have definitely been guilty of like
0: transferring your own burden.
1: It, yeah, but but also not receiving the reassurance the first time or the second time, yeah. and, and just like needing more reassurance and like I need you to reassure your reassurance, which is probably like, exhausting. It. Yeah, like if you tell me like, sorry, babe, just woke up, my alarm clock. Never went off, right? That should be good enough. But it's not. But with anxiety, it's like you set your fucking Who like your alarm are you with? clock is Who already set with? to go off weekly. So why all of a sudden this day it didn't go off? Yeah, I don't know. I must have shut it off. I set a different alarm the next day. But but like it's a Tuesday, so like there's no reason why you know. Right. Like I'm definitely guilty of that, and that's. I've been there. That's fucking. I've been
0: there. I learned to internalize a lot because it's never what it seems, ever. For you. That's true.
1: I've been in a lot of toxic relationships where it is exactly what it seems. It's true. And that's also tough to navigate when you're not sure that that's, you know, you don't have reason to believe like right. you've already lied or you've already cheated. Whatever, whatever. But
0: that's, I feel like that's kind of, so it's definitely related, but I feel like at that point it's like you've lost the trust. It's time to, there's no hope for it. If you can't, if you know you're not going to regain that trust, if you're not going to be able to let go a little bit, the relationship's already over then.
1: Yeah, but why isn't it actually over? You know?
0: Because you're both anxious.
1: Right. (laughs) Or, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's. Depression is a double-edged sword, depression anxiety, in that, and I've said this already, but it's easy for not just you to hurt your own feelings. It's easy for you to hurt somebody else's feelings. And a big thing with anxiety, and I'm not trying to stray off topic, but it's it's related. Somebody who is anxious constantly especially based on there are people who are anxious that are trying to kind of understand what the people around them are doing and there are people who are anxious of the impact that they have other people too mm. and on other people did i say i don't know i know english as i've <laughs> abundantly clear this entire podcast okay. <clears throat> but um there are those people whose anxieties are fed off of that constant...
1: Oh my god, I'm gonna be a burden. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't ask for help. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Um, it's so... I don't know, take this one over because I can't put into words. It's It's just not... It's not something I can articulate in a way that I can make somebody else understand.
1: Um. I be, I feel like that's a huge part of the stigma with mental yeah. health is that people that don't have anxiety, it's damn near impossible for them to understand. You I know, for feel me, it's even hard anxiety. for them to sympathize. Right. Like, well, well, that was kind of where I'm going. Where, like, I was with a guy one time. Um... I think I had to go meet him somewhere, or I had to—I had to drive somewhere that I had never driven before. That's a huge anxiety thing for me. Is going somewhere that I yep. don't—if I have to use the GPS, it's a fucking bad day. Like that alone gives me so much anxiety. And mm-hmm. he literally was just so like—I mean, I—I I would like to think that at the time it was unintentional, but he just was like. Like, pretty much, like, what the fuck is your problem? Like, just fucking put it in your GPS and fucking go. Like, right. you know, and I'm literally having, like, full-blown panic attacks just at the like thought of, like, the wheel yes, at this point. like, just at the thought of, like, oh, my God, I have to drive 45 minutes and never have been there before. I don't know where I'm going. Like, where do I park? What what if I miss a turn? Like, just fucking typical in- anxiety mm-hmm. and he just was like just very it felt very cool like just felt like what is your fucking issue just put it in the fucking gps and just like you know like why is this a huge deal this shouldn't be a huge deal you know and i felt like it was had he never f- experienced those feelings of like anxiety or like the panic he just literally was like baffled with like what the fuck is your problem like, yeah, what you're literally driving to yeah. a pet store like do you I don't feel
0: like this. So this is what I was kind of working toward, and I I distracted myself in the last time I talked. <laughs> Question mark. Um, <laughs> do you feel like that part of the anxiety wasn't so much about the driving, but it was a way of you to kind of sabotage or excuse yourself from having to fulfill that commitment. That made you feel uncomfortable.
1: I feel like that's a really great. Yeah, because you
0: look so fucking perplexed right now.
1: <laughs> so, say it one more time.
0: Do you think that that was that was an anxiety that kind of came up as a way to keep you from having to fulfill that obligation? Did it? Was it essentially self sabotage? That's how, because okay. that's that's one of the forms that my anxiety takes form in, like ninety eight percent of the time. It's self
1: sabotage. So, yeah, I think. Well, that specific situation, no, that one was like, oh hey, like can you just meet me here, or can you whatever you gotta do here? And it was like immediate. Oh my god, like yes, I can. And then it was just like oh, like Square Central, but yeah, that is an excellent question because there are times that I even with like my daughter's father now, like he lives an hour, almost an hour from here, and like there's days that he'll just like out of the blue be like, hey, can you you know bring the baby to this address, you know, at four o'clock cause I'm working a little bit later whatever. And I'll like shut down and mm-hmm. like, nope, I'll, I, I mean, I venture to say I'll sometimes even pick an argument so that it turns into like, just fucking forget it. Like, <laughs> you know, and so then I don't Teach have Teach me your ways. <laughs> right. So yeah, I mean, that was a really good point and question of like.
0: I know for me that in my relationships, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It's self sabotage to the extreme, but it's not something that I notice until it's too late. Yeah, you know, I did that in my last relationship. Um, there were so many other lying, underlying issues going on there too, but I shut down, and I I didn't realize that that was me, like pushing. You him didn't want
1: to deal with the anxiety, so you just
0: closed it. And it just looked, and that was the self-sabotage part. Or like I was closing myself off to any genuine mm. feelings or any genuine connection.
1: Because you didn't want <clears throat> to deal with the anxiety.
0: Right. So I just was, bye. Yeah. And I just became a blank wall. Yeah. You know, and any time that he wanted to discuss anything, I was kind of like.
1: Hmm. Over it.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, that's the perfect term for it. I was over it. And it yeah. wasn't a reflection of the topic he wanted to talk about. It had everything to do with me. Right. You know, which is kind of shitty. Really shitty.
1: I mean, yes and no. But then can, you get
0: anxiety over being shitty.
1: Right. I was going to say, I can understand how that can feel shitty or like how you can see it as shitty. But it's we literally as humans do the best we can in that moment. You know, yeah. maybe today you wouldn't handle a situation like that. But at that point in time... That was what you could do. Yeah. So that was what you did. And that's not shitty.
0: I think I've been recently handed a situation where my anxiety would normally
1: dominate
0: every decision I make. And actually, this particular instance is like a good and welcomed unexpected change. And my head is screaming like, (sighs) fuck it up. Fuck it right, up. Right, right. You know?
1: Overthink it. Overthink yeah. it.
0: Oh, no. That beard hair is out of place. Right,
1: right.
0: And my gut's like, shut the fuck up. Right. Which is the, it's never been that way.
1: Yeah, I can t- I can attest to up.
0: that. You know, it would kindly whisper to me, like,
1: find a roof. Excuse me, sir. Yep. You're in trouble. I was the one that was like, shut the fuck up. Shut the
0: fuck up. I'm like, no, you're not internal. <laughs> no external parties. Uh, yeah. it's It's got so many faces. Anxiety and depression have so many aliases.
1: Not to cut you off, but do you think there was like a turning point for you? For you to like... Because I feel like... And I say this gently. I
0: Just to fucking... To punch me with it.
1: I feel like there was a short amount of time in between you've had situations um where and I say that in in the place of like it takes years for like growth and like self like yes. These things yes. and so for me to watch you pretty much go from night to day in like a very short amount of time. And again, I say that gently. I'm not. No, judging. I,
0: un- I totally understand.
1: But like, because do this you th- is something you and I talked was, about. What do you think was like the fucking nail on the head for you to like, either no, this isn't how I want to handle the situation again, or like, I just naturally came to like this level of like this is now the new way I handle things versus like you know years ago we didn't handle them like this. Do you think there was like. I, I, Do you honestly, think it just naturally continued? It was a,
0: a click. I, I don't think it was very I really want to say that there was a conscious effort there. Because in a way I feel that there was. You know, you don't get better because you don't want to get better. You know what I mean? Right. you always make Yeah, that, I mean you've
1: actually been in therapy and I'm actively
0: trying so. to be a better human. I mean, in your your goal's the same. You're
1: yeah, actively
0: trying to, to Change history.
1: But I just... Well, that's what I mean. It takes a long time. Years. So for me to be able to watch you like, oh, just months ago or weeks ago, you know, this isn't how you handled a situation versus like, holy shit, Beth, I'm fucking proud of you.
0: Yeah. No, I... And... But you... Honestly, in in the particular instance that we're discussing, there's been so much communication you know so much communication um and that ladies and gentlemen just as a fucking blanket statement is the foundation of a good fucking relationship (laughs) romantic familiar friend or otherwise yeah that's it fucking open your mouth let sound come Mm -hmm. out let the words Mm -hmm. fall out Mm -hmm. from one word falling out mouth to another (laughs) okay
1: yep yeah it's it really does make all the
0: difference. It's it's just so there. There's a lot in this specific situation that.
1: Well, I was is gonna different. say specifically for you and and this situation. I don't think just the fact that there's an an open line of communication. I feel like you still would handle you know certain things that have come up in the same way that you you are with even without that you know that sheer communication
0: i think you're right
1: so that's why i was asking like do you think that there was just like um like any turning point or like you woke up one morning and was like oh my fucking god or was it just kind of like you just Growing to the next level as doing the work that you've been actively doing. Yeah, I
0: think I think that's it. I think I just level up. Yeah, you know, I didn't.
1: Well, that's why I asked because it was a because, short
0: because I don't a seemingly a short amount of time. Right, I don't feel like I necessarily changed from who I was in one instance, and then a couple months later, be somebody new. I think I'm the same person. Our experiences make us wiser. Our experiences should open our eyes.
1: Mm -hmm. Or they'll repeat themselves.
0: And they certainly do. Mm -hmm. I can attest. (laughs) You can attest. (laughs) Um, There's just, it's so hard to be, it's just so hard to kind of, without giving too much information Mm. um i mean guys let's get real here for a second (laughs) let's let's just get real for a second um between one week between telling this guy that i loved him and thinking that i wanted to be with him an unexpected surprise happened and and i've just been following my gut and I haven't been questioning it, which.
1: You mean this, after the breakup.
0: Right. You right. I'm it. sorry. <laughs> so sorry. I'm a slut.
1: I was gonna say You're <laughs> telling one man you love That's him right. want to be with him. And yep. now you're.
0: At the same time. with a different guy. No, right. wait, no, wait, wait, no, wait. no, 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 no. You had a breakup. I had a breakup. That you regretted. That I regretted or seemingly thought I did.
1: Right. In the um, moment.
0: Felt. And, and I ad, uh, admitted to you today that um, I'm so glad that it didn't pan out the way I thought I wanted it to. Right. Because we would have just been in the same position we found ourselves in. Right. I would have broken his heart all over again. Um a inner self screaming
1: acting like, on the moment.
0: Yeah, you you're in love. You love this person. Your family loves this person. Why not? Right. You're an idiot. Right. You're fucking stupid. Right. You're a fucking disaster. You're incomplete and you did this to yourself. How do you ignore that?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, somebody who deals with anxiety, that's definitely.
0: You can't. Right. You know, and right now, when the situation that I'm in.
1: Well, yeah, that's what my.
0: My anxiety is still there.
1: Right. Which is exactly yeah. why I was asking. Do you think that there was anything you can pinpoint, or like just. Anything, because I made a I, conscious I, effort. I watched you yep. go through the breakup and through, you know, you texted me saying, I literally chased him.
0: I literally chased him.
1: <laughs> to now we're having conversations where I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Like, who are you? I think you? something
0: just clicked. The anxiety's still there. Make no mistake. Oh, It absolutely. did not go away. It screams in my absolutely. ear. And I think that's
1: why I was super curious. It like screams, why? run
0: the fuck away. <laughs> yep. Run the fuck away. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve that. A plus B equals go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Everything from A to Z. Um, but and you're
1: not acting on it. That's the... so
0: hard for me right now. And right. you're right. And that's exactly what I'm literally silencing my head with my gut instinct
1: with what feels good
0: with what feels good feels right right.
1: yeah or natural or normal or
0: and i think too that all of these years of relying on my head or listening to my anxiety is it's the common denominator across the board
1: that's really interesting because when we're young especially um Especially for children that go through tra- trauma, our brain creates pathways of like safety and protection, and that's where the the fight, flight, or freeze comes in. Our brain literally creates indents of pathways of like our responses are either fight, whatever our initial response is, for the trauma. And so, as adults. Those pathways are still being used. Our brain is like, no, this is what saves us. This is what protected us when we were four, and the bad guy was. Is there a us.
0: default of which pathway it was, or is it just like your instincts kind of take it's over and just, choose one?
1: Yeah, it's just kind of like I don't. I didn't fully get into that part, like mm-hmm. what what is distinguishes the fight, flight, or freeze. But whatever it is, whatever that one is, it it creates pathways in your brain where you're brain literally repeats that pattern that that
0: yeah that's so fascinating because i remember as a kid my default was to freeze it was just a stop
1: yeah stop your brain just shifts and
0: it was kind of like you never did this
1: (laughs) okay you know what i mean interesting yeah
0: you never went through that um now it's like you can do way better than this. Not the circumstance, but I mean like and <laughs> no, yeah, the, yeah. the way that you think. Like you can do way better than this. I'm making a conscious effort.
1: Well, that's my point, is that you're fighting with those pathways oh my that God. you've created yeah. since it's like trying to punch in water literally literally is actually fighting with you yeah. physically and saying, No, these are the indents we've created in your brain. This is what keeps you safe. This is your default. You need to run right yeah. now. I'm not you're feeling anxious run. this is what we've taught you. this is what saved you. Yeah. this is what we're doing. So for you to have to actively fucking battle your brain that's like I exhausting. never thought and, of it like that. oh uh, yeah that's exactly and what's maybe going that's on. why that?
0: you can't that's why it's see so hard to, too yeah. because I don't
1: well, that's why it's so hard for people to like change and like you know mine clearly as you know is fight.
0: Oh yes, it that. is.
1: Literally, yes, it is. Figuratively and everything. The sense only thing I word, haven't caught
0: from you fight. is a punch.
1: Yeah, you did catch a backhand. though. actually, it wasn't that was a backhand. front hand. That was a front hand. Yeah, still my Fuck right yourself. side. Fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> she just raised her hand <laughs> at me.
1: But no, so that's what, especially as adults, especially 34 years later, of your brain taking the same route. Especially when something that makes you feel anxious comes up. Mm -hmm. And for you to fucking battle that, that's really huge. And really difficult and fucking bravo. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I
0: don't think I've ever thought of it that way. And I also didn't know that about our brain making those make sense. Right. We're constantly recording.
1: Right.
0: You know, I fight through my anxiety every day.
1: And that's what you're fighting those pathways that your brain has created to protect you when like you are young That's because so you couldn't protect yourself.
0: I fight my anxiety every day about work, about leaving the house, about going to the gym, about getting in my car. I have, I don't know if I've ever admitted this to anybody, anxiety of dying in a car accident. Every time I get in my car, it's like I see it all over again. You know, there's just so...
1: That's wicked funny because you're the shittiest driver. I'm the shittiest driver. (laughs) Do you think that your anxiety's projecting? Probably.
0: Probably like you're gonna be shitty so that you can react. Uh (laughs) Yeah. So this is just so fascinating. But yeah, I fight it every day, and this one, it just felt easier. In this case, it just felt more natural to say, "Fuck off."
1: Pathways.
0: Yeah, fuck off, pathways. Ain't
1: twelve no Well, you can't say fuck all of a sudden.
0: No, but I can write that as a podcast title. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was the one you just said?
1: Yeah, we ain't six no more. We
0: ain't twelve no more.
1: Yeah, twelve.
0: It's so fucking. But
1: it's bizarre. Yeah. But it's bizarre. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of can go back to like the stigma. It's like people that haven't struggled with this or haven't
0: or don't know that they're struggling with it
1: yeah or that maybe haven't gone through such you know severe traumas that their brain started making these indents in their actual brain of like no we're protecting you from now on they don't see they just just get over it Mm -hmm. just go get a job just fucking call the pizza place oh my god just get in the car and drive to the store that just, you've never been to.
0: Just say hi. Right. Just say hi. It's two fucking yes. letters. It's one syllable. Yeah. It doesn't even take a full breath.
1: Yeah. But that's our brain actually fighting with us. Like, nope. Safety oh, mode.
0: screams all day long. Yeah. All day long. And, and that's I why recognize I think that's
1: it. Such, that's why I think that's so huge for you to, like, you know, it has seemed like a short amount of time for somebody to have to fucking... You know, mm-hmm. takes years and years, as we're both aware.
0: Of I mean, we're still working on it.
1: <laughs> Literally. Because you know, I'll still later. send that text. What the fuck are you doing <laughs> at 8.31 in the morning? Have haven't pizza. texted me at 8.30. <laughs> right? that's <laughs> so yes, my are. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, <can't>. you are. <laughs> right? So it's like, I just, it, yeah, I just. I think it's big. Have
0: you ever found yourself in a situation where you're fighting against your conscience? Well, no. I don't want to say conscience. Your instinct.
1: Yes. Well, I, I, I can really is instinct right? Conscience. No. Conscience. I just had a situation I just talked to you about the other day. Yeah. Where I was literally... 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 <laughs> 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 <blah>, <laughs> just fighting my guilt, which I learned is a huge part of my anxiety growing up i was raised on like the guilt trips and Mm -hmm. like that turned into like an everyday thing for me and just turns into serious anxiety and there was a situation where i guess i don't really want to but i was fighting with like I really don't want to do that. That doesn't feel good. That's giving me anxiety. And then the other side of me was like, you're a piece of shit. Go for fi- Like, you need to go. You need to do it. You have no reason why you wouldn't. And so it was like, ah, oh, which is worse. Right. Am I a piece of shit for not going? Or is it okay that I don't go because it's making me feel very anxious and uncomfortable to have to go? You know, and it's like typically my guilt would win every time. And I'd go and I'd be anxious and miserable and, like, I should have never fucking done this. But my guilt would win every time.
0: The example I used this morning in a similar discussion was I have the angel on one shoulder going, like, do it, do it. And then because the fucking devil's too big to sit on my fucking shoulder, he's sitting in the corner judging me. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So... That's literally the most accurate that I can picture it, that I can paint it. You know? Yeah,
1: I feel like that's a huge thing for people with anxiety. It's like, is this my guilt? Is this my anxiety? Internal is
0: duality. This... It's a constant fight. It's
1: uh, it's exhausting.
0: And we're sick of this shit.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm not in therapy and on meds right now. I'm exhausted yeah. having to do so much work just to be normal. Oh my just God. to feel normal. Whatever the fuck just to that be means. normal. Yeah. I'm exhausted, and I'm over it, and I don't want to keep having to try all these medications that are doing worse than than could. Unfortunately, my body's not responding well to them, and it's exhausting. How many do
0: you have to take? You know what I mean?
1: Right.
0: When's it going to be the right one when it's too late to try it?
1: Yeah, and that's where I'm at. But I also do feel the pull of, like, you need meds, stuff. like. Can't need meds. Yeah, my, my medications
0: are very low dose, but I can feel it when I don't take them. Yeah. You know. Not that it happens often at all. I'm so regimented because of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get up and go to the gym.
1: Right. Or you're gonna be a loser. Or and... you're
0: you're fat, get up and go to the gym. Yeah. Or or you're still fat, get up and go to the gym.
1: Yeah. It's fucking it's real and it's bullshit and it's, it's hard. It's total bullshit. And it's, it sucks. It sucks. And and we and literally I... fight
0: this daily. Uh,
1: daily.
0: There's like daily. The all day long. Interesting all day, thing, not just
1: daily, all day long.
0: The interesting thing about our conversation compared to our other episodes is that we have a trajectory and there's an end to the way that we discuss things and the way that we taper down from the big discussions to the closing. Mm. And we just can't do that with this because
1: it doesn't end. It doesn't
0: end. There's no. Um, it's it's a finite <clears throat> existence. It's there. It doesn't exist in just me. It doesn't exist in just you. Okay. Apparently, in one in five people, uh, <laughs> and not eight in twelve. So, right. uh, um, it's just. It's crippling. It is guilt riddening. It is tiring. It's exhausting. It's sabotage. It's deprecation. Yeah. It's all of that. Yeah. Anxiety is. Constantly is, though. I think I would contend that anxiety, I would rather depression. That's what I would contend. Because anxiety, I've lived with my entire life continuously. Mm. Depression ebbs and flows. Yep. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The anxiety has made me question my own personal existence more than my depression has. Or maybe the combination of the two. Yeah. But the anxiety is the constant that I'm just so tired of.
1: Yeah. See, that's really interesting because for me, it's the opposite. Really? I lived, you know, obviously with anxiety my whole life. But I also wasn't aware that it was that just became who I was. Right. And like it turned into a big family joke, like, yeah, we're going to have pizza if Steph orders it. Like, it just, it it was what it was. And I think for me, the bouts of depression in between, that was like, okay, didn't I not think I had issues before? Like, now I'm literally trying to convince myself to get out of bed Mm -hmm. or, like, to just take a shower and put mascara on, like... That's fucking not like that's not normal. So for me, the anxiety was normal, whereas the depression was like okay, like this n- nobody can know about this. Whereas before, the anxiety was like a ongoing joke like for like my family manage, and friends, right. and like like oh, Steph's got a doctor's appointment. Guess she's not going to that, or like guess I gotta go with her to that, or mm. you know. But the depression was like I can't tell them that like it was a. F- for me to get out of bed you know like I,
0: mine was I stop crying why are you crying
1: yeah
0: stop crying
1: yeah
0: you're a male
1: especially when you didn't know why you were crying
0: that's the fucking worst, <laughs> the worst. in fact <laughs> i am going to be very upfront and say that i had that kind of a moment this morning on my way home where i was just like why are you sad like, and you why?
1: couldn't pinpoint it like,
0: why do you feel so down and i couldn't Hmm. i had a interesting but good night and um i had a very good morning and great conversation and on my way home i was down and blah and even when i got here i was like i have this funk i don't know where it's from
1: yeah
0: it's just shrouding this entire fucking world right and that's anxiety That's just how it works. Or bipolar disorder. I'm not diagnosed. (laughs) I don't know yet.
1: I half am happy. (laughs) Right.
0: Um, It's just, it just doesn't look, I guess the whole purpose of this, this Q&A between us is anxiety doesn't look like, anxiety and depression don't look like I'm going to stay in bed all day long.
1: Right. The stereotype.
0: Anxiety and depression also looks like, let me bury myself in my work. It also mm. looks like let me
1: should I do this thing, even though it feels terrible to think about doing, Mark, but I feel guilty about not doing it. It's a
0: motivation it. thing. It's uh it's guilt, it's familial, it's romantic, it's every aspect of your life is affected by
1: this. Literally every fucking aspect. You know,
0: and it's up to you to seek that help. And there are so many resources out there for you.
1: Yeah, but uh, I think first, initially, it's a huge deal to just recognize.
0: Some people don't know how. I
1: keep going back to, I didn't fucking know. Some I people just don't know. thought I was fucked up. I just thought I was a weird person. Some people and just, I think just think,
0: like, they're I going through something. I literally have known that it was a thing. It's a rut. That's my favorite one, a rut.
1: Mm. Fuck off. You'll get over it.
0: Fuck off with your rut.
1: You'll get over it, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm.
0: It's not. If or you feel a my, certain no, way,
1: my other favorite one is, oh, are you on your period?
0: Oh, I don't know that one.
1: But like you can relate it to like, oh, it's raining out. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's just the weather, or you must be getting your period. But Fuck I can you. be sad or anxious or angry without my period. Thank you very much. As a matter of fact. <laughs>
0: right. But it's about to start in twenty minutes. Right. <laughs> So if I offended you,
1: that's why. Right, right, right. It's just, yeah, it sucks. It's tiring. It's exhausting. But I also can understand that, like, people that don't struggle with it or have dealt with it, how it can look like, oh, my God, just get over it. Right. You know? Not that that's right or that I'm condoning them. Not condoning, but, like siding with them defending or, them. yeah defending yes thank you i couldn't i was like <laughs> Let's right. I, yeah same obviously <laughs> but yeah it's just i feel like that's it's equally also on them to like you don't have to fucking understand what i may or may not be dealing with for you to just sympathize or for you to be accepting or for you to be just understanding of like hey i'm not really sure what you're going through right now but it seems to be a lot so
0: and along that same line the token you don't have to understand why you feel the way you feel
1: a fucking man
0: and i just
1: you don't need a reason for it
0: you don't need to understand it if something feels a certain way it's because it feels wrong whether it's anxiety or something that you just firmly believe against you know you don't have to understand why you feel that way.
1: Yeah, you, you don't have sh- to find a reason to right. like, oh my God, why do I feel sad or anxious right now?
0: Right. The fact of the matter is is you have it. You have that anxiety. You have yeah. that sadness in you. What you should be able to differentiate is is this a perpetual sadness? Mm-hmm. Or is this just an instance where something
1: Yeah, wrong because everybody sad. has right. bits of anxiety or
0: it's the constant right. It's the and there's some people the who bounce in and your, out of anxiety disorders. I wish I was one of them. A little reprieve would be great.
1: Yeah, you know of that.
0: But yeah, just
1: it's I when we, it interferes on yes, your daily.
0: When it infringes on your life,
1: would seemingly be like simple, like when getting up and taking for a shower for you. Yeah, it, but for you it's crippling. Yeah, that's when you should okay. Hey. Maybe something's going on here that I can't help on my own.
0: For me, it's when I can't get myself to work or my workouts.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah. Despite my best efforts, like, it's something I really want to do. And, you know, not in this particular instance, because fuck it. But right. definitely work. <laughs> um. It's just such a... Guys, there's no end to this. We mm. could go all yeah. day, all yeah. night. It's just a fact of our daily lives. And we understand that there's just apparently another.
1: It's like, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to get crucified for saying this or not, but like being an addict. Whether you're sober or not, you're going to have that fight, that struggle to the substance, whatever it is. You're just your instinct, your reaction, your knee jerk, your want is going to always be your drug of choice. It's just something you're going to have to deal with even when you're sober. Sober yeah. two years, I hear people like, oh, yeah. I still wake up every morning and want to drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's I'm, just... I'm not
0: likening this to drug or alcohol, um, substance use, substance use disorders. Is that how they're being, they're not called. You know what? There's just so many PC <laughs> things. I'm just not going to call it something bad. <laughs> and so
1: yeah.
0: um, it's, I'm not likening this situation to it at all because it's, Different in the way that it impinges on your life. But, you know, to this day, I still will want a cigarette. You know, it's something that, mm, as yeah. if I just smoked one.
1: And it's been how many years?
0: Four or five years.
1: And you still have. And I
0: just want to inhale one yeah. and just. Yeah. Oh, so good. <laughs>
1: it's, it's the same. We're like, yeah. you know, for me, I did serious therapy weekly for at least a year. And now I'm like, no, I don't want to no more. I don't want to do therapy, and I don't want to keep trying meds. And I notice, I notice moments where I'm like, "All right, this is why I was in therapy, or this is why I was trying medications." Mm-hmm. But then it's like, "No, no, no, no! I'm over it. I'm over it. I want to just wake up and just fucking be normal. My perception of normal." I don't want to have to wake up and fight my feelings or fight random anxieties when I it's, it's seven o'clock in the morning and nothing has happened. Why am I feeling anxious? So let me go take meds. Like no, no, no. So I'm not. And I mentioned I think two or three podcasts ago where I'm just like I'm feeling feisty <laughs> and like it's spicy. Yes, and not no, gonna. no. I'm not doing it right now. At some point I. Obviously, will return and continue to have to fight with this. And
0: you have a lot of moving parts too. So I think that you're on the verge of something that's going to give you a big break right now. Yeah. And, you know, maybe that's going to help you determine whether or not, you know, changing up your routine.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Whether or not it's going to help you with with your anxiety. Anxiety
1: impression usually.
0: Or if it's going to make it worse.
1: (laughs) Right now it feels worse. Because yeah, <laughs> so. I don't know what to expect. Right now I'm driving to an unknown destination.
0: Amen to that. Don't even need the GPS. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you, anxiety. Exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking get there when we get there.
0: Guys, all this to say that, like, just...
1: There's no one way. There's no right or wrong. There's no...
0: Anxiety looks like me. It looks like you. Right. It looks like Steph. It looks like our oh, cans well, of Oh, well, you can Trulies. get out of
1: bed and it, function perfectly fine. you sounds you're like not this. depressed. Literally, my double.
0: you're Oops. double fisting. Oh, okay. All right, we'll just cheers both of them. Okay. It's... Should I drink up together? Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. Just you know, it's I... like it's like a porn. I can't. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, well, stop no. it. Did it? Ex- did it work? Was it okay?
1: It was okay. Mm. I don't think I got enough of each, but okay. I
0: would try it. But I finished my wine and.
1: Well, cheers to you. Cheers to me. I obviously have been the talking one.
0: Well, sure, yes. <laughs> um, no, it's it's just anxiety. It's its is its own identity. Yep. That's it. You have your alter ego. You can bust out your Sasha Fierce. It's
1: a fucking man. But that's how I got. Or you my could jobs. be
0: Beyonce. Or. You could be anxiety.
1: Or you could be all the motherfuckers on any given... In any, <laughs> any given, given hour. Literally, moment.
0: You know, anxiety is crippling, it's deafening, it's blinding.
1: Yeah, and I think, I know I probably said this two or three times already, but I just feel like it's super important to, like, you could be struggling with anxiety and depression and not know that's what it is. Yep. So for me, that was, like... Literally life changing. When if my
0: sister just out, life, yeah. just, just out of the blue. Yeah. Just
1: out of the blue. So them. casually, nonchalantly, like, oh bitch, that's anxiety. And I was like, What? She's like, Yeah, it's anxiety. Like, go see a fucking therapist.
0: Yeah, I don't even know. I can't pinpoint and I was my like, moment.
1: Oh my fucking God. And I went and they were like, Oh yeah, you got severe anxiety and depression and PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, What the fuck? You're a whole study. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> We don't know why you have hair on your head still. Mind you, it was gray. I don't have any. <laughs> yep. It's still gray.
0: <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for listening to our diatribe. Tribe. I <sighs> guess. This is the whole point. We just we want to share our personal experiences. It's there. We it's deal valid. with it daily. You know, and...
1: doesn't need an excuse oh, I reason. wouldn't
0: call this our funniest episode for damn sure.
1: Yeah.
0: But, um...
1: Sorry, nothing funny about this shit. Well, It's not just unless that. Unless I'm stabbing we, my ex with a we're fork. We're really good
0: about making light of of the serious... Please do it. I'm I sorry. Did. Yes. I unless, really did. unless we're making light... <laughs> or rather, we like to bring a little levity to these situations and these discussions, right? So when we're reading from advice columns, Yeah, it's our natural normal. Yeah, and, and that's how we do it. We deal with things comically. Um, to this day, since we were kids, you know, it doesn't end that way. So... Mm. Um. But this kind of, this was a, this is something that we deal with so regularly that I think the discussion kind of guided itself. Um, yeah. We didn't need to take those, do. we didn't need to take those comical breaks. We'll still do them for sure. Yeah. 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 But
1: I think we're really just trying to get the message and awareness out there. Yeah, like, just, this shit's real and a thing, and you're not alone, and there's help. So much help. And people don't have to acknowledge or understand or accept what you're going through or dealing with for it to be valid.
0: Totally agree. 100% agree. Um, as we all know, with Mental Health Awareness Month, one of the big things that we um, that comes to light either through us or through other organizations, Um, a big thing is the product of mental health or the results of mental health. And that's just um, suicide prevention. Oh my God, Um, please. It's actually very heavy. Um, I just need to put this out there across the board. Reach out for help, reach out to us, reach out to your family, your friends, your guidance counselors, your doctors, your nurses, the adult next door. Your best friend. Talk to a fucking wall.
1: Write a note. Write a note. Slip it under someone's door.
0: Put your phone number on it.
1: Call a a hotline that you don't have to...
0: So, and that's that's where I'm getting at. I did pull up the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. um, Available 24 hours. Main languages are English and Spanish. I'm sure they have a language line for everyone else. Um, You can call them... Um, Actually, if you search Suicide Prevention Hotline on Google, you can pull up their online chat with the click of a button.
1: Oh, even better. You don't have to talk to anyone. You don't have
0: to talk. But if you do want to talk, and I think I recommend for the sake of catharsis, you know, have that one-on-one with somebody in some way or another.
1: Or just fucking text them. Who cares?
0: um, It's 800-273-8255 or suicidepreventionlifeline.org for more information and more resources. Um, This is a cause, mental health awareness, mental health treatment. It's a cause near and dear to us for so many reasons, not just that it impacts us on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, my cousin committed suicide.
0: We've lost friends. Um, My mother's been hospitalized for Mm
1: -hmm.
0: severe issues. Um, And thank God she's better now. But like we've, we've faced it.
1: Yeah, we've seen it. it We've lived it.
0: You know, so get your help. Reach out to your BIFs.
1: But the trickiest thing I I just want to point out is that like when I'm depressed, the last thing I'm about to do is call or text someone to say like I'm depressed or I'm gonna kill myself. Like it's just such a fucking double-edged sword. Yeah,
0: I think that if you think you might be depressed, finding out. Through your doctor that you're not, is better than finding out too late.
1: You know, I just, if you, if think you, you you're can muster feeling, up anything, just texting your best friend like, "Bro, I want to die."
0: Text your best friend. I'm not having a good day. You know what I mean? Like, day. I'm not having just, a good day. If you, can we all know it's a trigger. Up
1: anything. If you can muster up any, 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 any sort of. Your friends are living their own lives and going through their own stuff. They can't always, wow, like I should have seen this. I should have been more aware. I should have known he was depressed. I should have known they were suicidal. Like your friends, they drop the ball sometimes. They're human and going through their own stuff. And it's not to blame anyone or point fingers at anyone. Just if you can manage in any form any form any form to reach out for that help like please try to like find that courage and that strength to do so because yeah. it matters but also like it matters.
0: check in on your introverted friends oh god
1: just and your strong friends and
0: your strong friends but your introverted friends sometimes they're just they're not never reckless. ever yeah sometimes yeah. it's just anxiety and depression in its purest form and you can't see it because and they're you're not just... gonna reach
1: out because they don't wanna burden anyone because of their anxiety. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Huh. I, don't know. Huh.
0: I don't know nothing about that.
1: <sighs> How would you? Why would I? <laughs>
0: Guys, I know it's been heavy. Mm. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We've got two more episodes like this. Maybe not this specific I was gonna say,
1: I feel like we we've gotten through the yeah. Uh, a sludge of it um, but
0: we have two more of the, our mental health um month posts um and they're important to us we hope they're important to you and again if they're not well tune in and go three weeks. back and
1: replay episode 10 <laughs> yeah. coffee shop karen
0: that's right that's no that's one. episode 9 No. yeah coffee shop karen's episode 9 what's 10 10 is the one with Jenny and Kelly
1: oh goddamn
0: yeah thought i was episode 9 or 10 or episode 13 was funny and 12 guys i love our show. i'm sorry i'm just gonna plug it all just fucking listen
1: yeah uh, and message us yes facebook instagram
0: ill-advised the podcast on both thank you very much you're Beth. so very fucking welcome <laughs> um and you've been advised at gmail.com send us your message your questions we'll get back on our regular format soon but yeah. this this month is too important for us to kind of ignore it
1: yeah i agreed
0: so as always be safe thank you for listening
1: you've been ill-advised